Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Trial Lawyer Podcast. Um, at this point, uh, just about anything uh, that uh, makes the meter jump at all is a very special episode. But anyway, uh, this one is special for me. Um, I have made a big change in my life and in my practice. I've jumped from the relative safety of the nest at a great law firm, the law firm of Christiansen and Jensen, to uh, open my own shop at the law offices of Gabriel K. White, LLC. And I thought it might be of interest, maybe not, to some of you to give an explanation of why and maybe in some future um, short let's call them in-between episodes, um, give some ideas of, of what that's like and, and some of the things you might not expect that you have to deal with in this kind of situation. So in order to make it a little more interesting and not just me droning on um, or turning in this into an extended ad for my new firm, um, I thought it might be useful to have Scott Powers, one of our regular um, podcast contributors interview me uh, about the change. So here it is. Hope you enjoy. Um, either way, please feel free to leave some comments and let us know what you think. Thanks. All right, Gabe. I guess the big question someone would ask would be why would you move from a pretty prestigious, you know, well established Salt Lake downtown law firm and just head out on your own, especially where you're already a partner? Well, um, yeah, that's a good question. I, there were a lot of reasons that I decided to go out on my own. I mean, I think the biggest one really all boils down to being able to kind of make my own thing, like build something for myself in the world and not just feel like I was just kind of, I mean, you know, a lot of times as lawyers, and I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, a lot of times as lawyers we pick up on the traditions of people who come before us. So at our firm, everybody always talked about Ray Christensen and Jay Jensen and all the great things that they did and the, the reputation they built. And that's awesome. Fantastic individuals. I knew Ray, great guy. Um, but I kind of wanted at some point just to be able to say like, all right, now I'm going to start trading like on my own um, street cred and kind of what I can build for myself. So that was it. I mean, there are other, there are other reasons, and we can get into it if you want. You're going you gonna to expand? You plan to grow your practice, turn it into a firm as opposed to a one-man shop? I think, you know, that I'm, I'm a little limited on what I can say about that um, long-term, but I think I do have, we do have, I have plans to expand uh, here in the in the fairly short term right now it's it's me it's the law offices of Gabriel K White but um, don't be surprised if if in the coming months it grows at least a little bit and then I think after that you know growth will be driven a lot by the workload um, you know that we are able to generate what we bring in um, a, a lot of the focus is on personal injury and personal injury firms tend to stay a little bit smaller just because it's easier to to spread the risk around and manage things that way but you know they don't have to be there are some larger uh, PI firms so how are you going to manage the logistical issues like legal research uh, copying 
uh, e-filing, some of the just annoying things that are handled administratively separate from the attorneys at a large firm. Now you're going to have to do all that yourself, right? Well, so I I did learn how to use a copy machine at one point, and I think I could probably pick that skill up again. Um, Is that sarcasm, Mr. White? That was a little bit. Uh, Funny guy. we got a funny guy here. (laughs) um, and I did do a lot of my jokes own. with the legal work. Like my my secretary, who's amazing, um, did do some of my filing for me. But I also would file stuff myself. Just if I finished it, you know, late at night, and I wanted to just file it, so I can do that kind of thing. I think the more challenging logistical issues, I think, where your question goes to is like the stuff that is probably, if you think about it, is opaque to you, but. Is almost more important, like, how do you manage a trust account? How do you make sure that money gets money doesn't sit in your trust account after you've earned it, which would be commingling, you know? So how do you handle your accounting? What sort of deductions do you have to deal with? Do you have somebody keep your books? Do you keep your own books? Do you hire an accountant? Um, and a lot of that, I have some ideas on how to manage it, and I'm working through some of that right now. It's definitely been an eye-opener, but I've also had the benefit of a lot of really great people um, who have kind of been through this before, have sat down with me. Jared Hales was very kind to sit down with me and explain to me kind of how... He did the same thing, right? Yeah. Jared, and Jared's in a little bit of an office share situation, but he, um, you know, is his own firm, and and I talked with him and and a few other people and, and kind of got, you know solutions that that work for these issues and help you manage it without too too much craziness or risk but obviously your most important thing you've got to you've got to keep track of the clients keep track of the matters and keep track of the money so as far as office share goes is that not what you're going to be doing you're going to have your own office or are you um, in a split so office right, right now i have my own uh, office but we're, i'm subletting from another lawyer um, another solo practitioner who's got the lease on the whole floor. Um, it's at 10 West, uh, 100 South, uh, up on the fourth floor. Suite, That's a good area. Cool. Yeah, it's a really cool space. It's really uh, beautiful. At some point, I plan to have one of our poker nights there once I get some furniture in it um, so we can all sit down. But, um, you know, and then I think expansion probably will be less of an office share situation and more of just bringing in more partners into the firm, sharing expenses and profits and, you know. So what are you going to do for secretarial help at first? Do it yourself? At first, I probably will do it myself. Um, You know, I have some ideas of the long term and um, meaning, when I say long term here, I mean stretching out more than two or three months. I mean, right now I'm focused on what I'm going to do between now and March We've got a big trial in March that I'm getting ready for the firm. Uh, CNJ has graciously asked me to, hired me to uh, continue to uh, prepare for and try with um, one of our, you know, the great plaintiff's medical malpractice attorneys in Utah, Roger Christensen, try a, a, a very important uh, medical malpractice case with him that I've been working on for a long time. So I'm going to be getting ready for that in addition to managing the matters that I'm taking with and as, as well as some, you know, a lot of attorneys have been really gracious about referring uh, cases over um, and I'm obviously going to be taking care of them as well, but uh, as far as secretarial 
You know, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of stuff that you can automate. There's a lot of, uh, for example, receptionist type stuff. There are probably a dozen different services where you can hire someone to act as your receptionist who um, is not actually in your office, answers your phone just as if they are, and handles everything. And to anybody calling in, it's uh, completely opaque that they're actually a contractor. Um, so I've thought about that. I haven't really looked into prices or whatever. Right now, I'm just going to be managing things myself. Um, you know, going to lease a copy machine, get myself a fridge. <laughs> fridge was a big topic today. Fridge, fridge, fridge is a big topic. That's the most important. Got to keep those. Got to keep those, uh, those diet so- sodas. The sodas cold. cold. Yeah, that's important. What did your wife think about the change? She has been really excited. I mean, I've been really lucky. Um, I, I feel like um, the best decision I ever made was, uh, you know, was the first partnership I ever made was, was with Wendy, and she's as excited or more so than I am. And she, no plans to go solo from that one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, as long as I can keep her convinced that she got a good deal by hooking up with me, I'm going to keep that that fantasy going, um, <laughs> and, and to my benefit, definitely, Absolutely. So, how does this affect your retirement plan? <laughs> I know that sounds strange, but, you know, as I sit here and I think, you know, what would it be like for me to try to go out on my own? All of these things you think are not interesting questions, but they actually... Well, I, I, I can't imagine, it, yeah. As you dig into it, there is, because you can roll over your 401k into either an IRA, a self-directed IRA, or a self-directed 401k that completely removes the limits on what you can invest in. I mean, there are certain prohibited transactions you can't you can't like invest in your own business mm. with it, unless you take out a loan. But you can invest in promissory notes, real estate. Real, yeah. Really? Oh, oh wow! Yeah, lots That'd be of awesome. cool, lots of cool stuff. And I've known some guys who've done really really well uh, doing that. And I'm probably going to head that same route. Um, so that's a cool benefit. You know, there's a, there's a lot of cool stuff that happens. A lot of firms, um, you know, I mean, even up the size of Kip and Christian, they, they lease vehicles for um, their partners. Obviously, that's not some that's not a priority for me to do right off the bat. Uh, you know, with my situation, but you know, the tax benefits are definitely something to take into account when going out on your own because it can be pretty significant. Substantial. Yeah. Ay ay ay. I can't imagine. Do you have to pay workers' comp? Probably I, not if you're if self-insured, I, right? If I hire employees, I will. Like, when I... At, at, um, I don't believe I have to for myself. Uh, no. I guess you, I should probably look at I, I don't believe you I do. I don't know anything about workers' comp, so. you, you don't. You I, don't when, when you're self-employed, but... I think if I I think if I get I mean you know if I have any employees and I hire a secretary I'm eventually going to have to do all the FICA and I think that's probably when I either bring in an accountant or a payroll company to just so why so if if somebody has a PI case why should they come to you as opposed to going to one of the other folks well I mean I think I've got a lot of experience with what do you offer versus somebody else yeah that's what I'm saying I have a lot of experience with these cases Um, I have a lot of experience handling. Um, the clients individually and I think you know that becomes as I've talked to clients I I do entrance and exit interviews with all of my clients when I get done to try and figure out what's important to them and what I've noticed what's really important to the clients is it's not 
I mean, obviously, outcome is important, and getting full compensation is important, and, and you know all of that. But what clients really look for in a lawyer is somebody that they can have access to and reach. It's not enough that they can call into the office and talk to your secretary whenever they want. It's not enough that they can log into a client portal and see where the case is. They want to be able to reach the attorney. And so all of my clients have my cell phone, um, and they can reach me by phone or text day or night. Um, I actually think, you know, when I've talked to attorneys about that practice, they're all nervous. They're going to get 2 a.m. phone calls from the clients. I'm not going to say it's never happened, but um, I, I feel like when clients know they can reach me whenever they need. They don't panic and call it 2 a.m. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it kind of calms things down, um, you know, and we've gotten some really great results, got some really great strategies. We also have... You know, for new clients, we're doing something that I think is probably going to um, make me a, a bit of a pariah amongst the PI community in Salt Lake with a few of the larger advertising firms. But we're, you know, the standard rates that everybody will run into is, is a one-third contingency fee. We're offering for new clients. Uh, I'm offering for new clients to come in. Um, if we can get your case resolved before we have to file anything, we'll do it for 25%, which nobody else in town will do. It's um, true. That I've been able to find. And, you know, with some of the firms, I'm not going to use any names, but some of the ones that you see advertising, the reality is they um, make their money by bringing in large amounts of cases and settling them as quickly and as cheaply as they can. And if the case goes beyond the very initial stages, they wind up sending it out because they're not... Equipped. Yeah, they're not trial firms. They're not litigation firms. We are. Uh, and so we're, you know, happy to... If, if a case comes in and it's a case that we can get resolved without having to fight it, where we can give pass those savings onto the client and give them a discount. And on a $100,000 case, that works out to an extra about eight grand in the client's pocket. So... Um, you know, I think that's definitely a benefit. Well, that sounds cool. Obviously, a little bit risky going out on your own always, but it sounds like less, you're you got so the plan, you in, pla- plan I mean, in place. It, it's it's touching because you get a lot of support. Both I've had a lot of support from family and also, um, you know, from friends in the legal community. I mean, you, you know, the, you remember the old Beatles song, "You Get By with a Little Help from Your Friends," and I think that um, I've always said that. You know, I expect that when I die, um, the only people that'll be at my, if I'm lucky, my family will be at my funeral, but they're definitely... Eh, debatable. Debatable, right? <laughs> but there's definitely going to be a lot of lawyers there. And uh, I, I really view the support that we give each other in the legal community as important, and um, it's something that makes me feel a lot more comfortable as I go out on my own. I've gotten, you know, I emailed out the other night... To everybody just saying, hey, I'm taking this big leap. And, you know, I spent the whole next day going through, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails from people saying, congratulations, it's so exciting. You know, absolutely, we're going to send you referrals. Good luck, you know. I didn't see, didn't get anybody that didn't respond, nobody that said anything negative, nobody that was concerned. Frankly, the only people that the only people that I got, which is really interesting, the only people that I got any expressions of concern from at all, were people within uh, my 
there was one person within my own firm who I really like and respect, but I guess I won't name this person, but, you know, sat down and wanted to have a conversation about, you know, are you sure you really know what you're, you're getting into? Because this is super risky. And I thought to myself, okay, this is a person who's basically survived by, by working for the same clients for the last 40 years and doing the same thing over and over again. And I kind of explained to him, you know, very nicely, because I like this person, and we get along really well, like, look, you know, I have these cases, and here's how much they bring in, and here's really what the cost structure is. And when we got done, this pers- this attorney was like, oh, well, it sounds, yeah, that sounds totally doable. I guess I'd never thought of that before. So. Well, I hope you have all enjoyed this um little peek into my own personal experience i hope to be able to share a little more about what it's like uh being in an office all alone and and uh kind of on the one hand uh being able to make all the decisions for yourself on the other one on the other hand having to make all the decisions for yourself it's uh exciting and overwhelming at the same time anyway thanks again for listening um this is the trial lawyer podcast and um we hope to have you listening to us again soon thank you very much